Welcome to the Draw Shops Get Genius Podcast, where we talk to today's business influencers to pick their brain and pull out their genius. It's time to get genius. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another Get Genius episode. Today's guest is TJ Anderson, and he is a retired Miami model turned clinical health coach. He's also a healthcare entrepreneur and self-proclaimed health hacker. He's the new author of an extraordinary book called The Art of Health Hacking, which shares some of his stories as well as others and really lets you get in touch with the truth about your health. TJ loves activating personal health optimization for organizations, high performers, and regular busy people like you and I who are simply hungry for a health upgrade. The book is awesome. It's a self-coaching guide for the modern day health conscious consumer. And a lot of us entrepreneurs uh, are, are very much into that because we want to be the smartest that we can be and perform the best that we can. TJ and I have a really awesome conversation. We talk about all kinds of good things that he's doing, a really, um, really great event that's an intimate yet like completely active, awesome event um, happening at the end of April. And we will give you all of the sites and information and everything you need to, to see what TJ is all about, to get his book, and of course, to sign up for that event. It's a really cool interview. I hope that you enjoy it. And uh, here's to your health. TJ, I'm so hey. excited you're on the show. Summer. <laughs> it's, it's spring right now, but it's almost summer and I can't wait for that weather. I know. I know. I'm so excited. We, we are in April here and we're going to talk about some cool, exciting stuff going on with you coming up at the end of April. But before we do that, I'm... I'm so excited to talk to you because I really geek out on this type of stuff, you know, hacking your health. And I think it's just so critical and important. And um, sometimes I get teased for it and that's okay when people see like my weird coffee drinks that I'm having in the morning or, you know, what kind of supplements I'm doing at the middle of the day or before a meeting to try to get my mind sharp, you know, all those, all those things. I'm just so into it. So I'm so excited to have you on the show and to, to share some of these hacks with our audience. But before we do that, um, let's talk about, you know, what, where you were so many years ago, let's say 10 years ago and how you got into hacking health. Mm. So 10 years ago, we're going to rewind 10 years. I know that kind of, it kind of gets people like, wait, what? 10 years ago? Because, you know, today it's like, oh my gosh, so much has happened and it has, I'm sure. But it's just interesting to hear, you know, like kind of the journey of what led you to today. In a world where one man (laughs) rewinds his life to look at his senior year in high school. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm 28 right now on that uh, nice little fun journey. They call the Saturn return for all you. Yes astrology geeks out there. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm originally from Iowa. So at 18, I was uh, just starting freshman year at the University of Iowa. For those of you that are familiar with that school and, and uh, or teams, sports teams. So uh, I was at 18, actually probably trying out for the mascot squad. <laughs> nice. At that point. Uh, I was actually the mascot at the University of Iowa. It's one of my claim to fames, well, from that life, 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like we sometimes live like multiple lives, right? Oh, we like, do. We totally do. You know, like different chapters, different seasons, and just the whole growth and evolution process. Um, yeah. So born and raised in Des Moines, went to school at the University of Iowa in Iowa City. Was a business finance guy. Never really had any plans to get into health. I was always athletic, you know, growing up, but. I didn't really understand or, or come to realize and know what like health and healing really was until after college, which is probably the case for, you know, sometimes the majority of people. I, um, but um, so thankfully, after college, I kind of started to wake up around the benefits of eating healthier and taking care of my body and uh, not doing as, as many binge drinking episodes that <laughs> you know, fall into when you're at a Big Ten party school. Right. Um, and and so I, I just became more curious and more interested and more hungry to learn about health and, and just started to kind of self-experiment and um, with new ways of eating, new ways of moving. And then I got into some trainings on the side uh, as a health coach and group fitness instructor. Um, and that's when I got connected with a modeling agency that was kind of scouting me in Iowa. Um, and I kind of quit my job, uh, was actually let go, uh, from the insurance position. And then I went all in on health and wellness and ended up using modeling for what I thought would be as a platform to spread a message of healthy living to the world. And so three years ago at 25, flew down to Miami, Florida and modeled there for four months. And let's just say that was my kind of a major lesson in the human experience that kind of woke me up one more level. And I went through a lot of, a lot of healing, a lot of growth through that experience. And, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of that, that that's kind of rewind from that. That's like 18 to 25 right there. Okay. In like a minute and a half, two minutes. No, so, I love it. Yeah. So what was it that in that inspired you to start taking a look at your your own health? Yeah, honestly it was it was uh well I saw what I what I didn't know and and started to experiment with some of those things like eating healthy for example my mom um kind of turned me on to the importance of eating healthier after college and and has always been, you know, uh, a great uh inspirer of, of health in general my whole life. And so I, I started to, to, to do that, started eating healthier with her. I, I also saw what I didn't want. Uh, I saw and noticed how unhealthy um, the majority of, well, not just Iowans, but Americans are. Um, and, and, and so I saw what I didn't want. And I saw like how much of this, I started to learn about like how much of health, like poor health and disease is preventable, right? And so, like, and so that just led me further down the rabbit hole, uh, and became personally passionate, you know, because I was, it was, yes, it's sad to hear of people like, you know, dying of this or that, but the more you like realize and start to learn about around what's preventable, it can become even more sad, even more sadder. Uh, is that a word? More sad. <laughs> <laughs> Google, come on, Google, check. It works. It works here. It works here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of a bit of that story, and and you know, and 
Um, so I wanted to help. I, I don't know. I wanted to see if I could be a part of this solution. You know, there's a, a project called the Healthiest State Initiative that I got involved with. It was a five-year plan for the state of Iowa, ironically, to become the healthiest state in the nation. That uh, might make a few people laugh, but um, we've we've made some progress, um, and it was that was kind of my first kind of jump into the wellness space, and then uh, modeling modeling woke me up kind of emotionally. I went through a lot of healing through modeling um, uh, because my like six pack wasn't good enough for the cameras. <laughs> I know, right? It, it's, it's, we laugh, but yeah, I was searching for perfection down there and I was yeah. trying to quote unquote fit in with the whole modeling crew. And, and um, anyways, I, 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 uh, I returned home after four months down there and, and, and uh, went through, I mean, that's like, that's what kind of prompted the start of the book and a big part of my just personal self-healing journey. Um, so, um, yeah. So who, who were some of your biggest, um, influencers or people that inspired you in the health space? Yeah, totally. So, well, one of the first I started to learn about was when it comes to like how much is, uh, possible with prevention was uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, uh, author of The Biology of Belief and maybe a few other books, who really espouses the, the role of prevention through um, how our, our DNA is, is not our future. It's, it's merely kind of a, like a blueprint. We have, we have the ability to uh, prevent a lot besides, you know, outside of genetics, right. um, this, whole, this whole topic of of um, you know epigenetics and genetic expression. So just because you have a cancer gene doesn't mean it has to be turned on. It's your lifestyle and your environment that turns on and off genes. And so that was like, whoa, that was like a head scratcher for me. With yeah. someone like you no, know, like, like, like no deep scientific background and and focus about me in college for this to start to learn post-college. It was like, wow, this is, this is really cool, both personally and professionally. If I'm able to maybe help others along this journey. And so Bruce Lipton, and then in Miami, I, I kind of, um, went deeper down the rabbit hole of, of health, uh, love Ferris's four hour body. Of course, when it came out, I think that was a very cutting edge book. Uh, Dr. David Perlmutter, The Grain Brain. Yes. I read when I was in Miami and um, woke me up as to the power and, and potential for nutrition, not just for physical health and how we look and feel, but our brains and how those operate. And I was literally just yesterday in La Jolla, I was uh, talking with, I was picking out some clothes, new clothes. I hardly go shopping, but um, pick out some new clothes. And I was talking with this woman who, whose mom um, is going through a bout with cancer right now. And, and, you know, we were talking, it, it kind of got emotional. I was like, Oh, I was like really feeling for her. And, and, you know, I, I recommended that book and, and I just mentioned to her about like how things like gluten and, and high glycemic carbohydrate diets, like can have a correlation with, uh, increased mortality rates and increase, uh, Alzheimer's right. diagnoses. Right. And so that's what like, and, 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 David did a great job of starting that book off with a survey. More people on the average in our world fear getting Alzheimer's more than they fear death. They oh, fear wow. More than they fear death. So um, 
So, and that if that's not a if that's not a way to like show the importance of what we put in our bodies, um, I don't know what is. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, and then Dave Asprey and like Bulletproof, like high fat, low carb. Like I wasn't eating enough fat in Miami. My hormones were off. I was focusing on the wrong like areas of health, and that kind of. Um, thankfully I learned of Bulletproof, uh, and just that way of like high fat, like keto lifestyle, which for me, I call myself like keto esque personally, um, more than anything I'm, I'm, you know, I, I like to focus on just like optimizing like a whole foods, like not being perfect about it. And, and, but anyways, uh, I was, so what is keto, what does keto esque look like? And for some of our listeners who don't know what, you know, being in a state of ketosis and what a ketogenic diet looks like, can you kind of give them, give them the the one to two minute version? So, yeah. So one of the areas I struggled with in Miami was energy, right? So like the food we eat gives us energy, the ability to give us, um, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual energy and, and, um, for me, I learned that um, my fear of fat was holding me back, and I wasn't getting enough. Fat makes you fat. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. So in that myth, people are waking up too, but a yeah. ketogenic diet, to your question, is is a way of eating that is a high-fat, lower-carb, moderate protein, and it's um, you know it can mean something different for everyone, uh, and... Um, like, and high fat is, we're t- you know, we're talking 70 plus percent of fat for the, so the people that are new to that, that's kind of like, oh, that seems like a lot, A, B, how do I count that? C, that seems too challenging. Like that's, I, like, I want to kind of demystif- demystify like the keto diet and, and uh, because if, if we're, it's more than just the nutrients, it's quality and it's, and it's, and it's the quantity in total. And so like, you know, um, for me, I started to just eat less carbs and eat more fat. And I noticed I became leaner. My mind worked better. Like I had better sleep. Uh, I had less blood sugar spikes. And it was a really a, a great, great way of eating for me that my body likes. Um, and, and so that it's, it's kind of, for me, keto-esque means like, like being like, Integrating some intermittent fasting into my lifestyle, um, eating higher fat, lower carb, um, but esque as in like I'm not going to kick myself if I if I have too much fruit, if I have too many sweet potatoes, you know, like right. <laughs> life's too short to be so perfect. I think for me at least, and I, I like I tried to measure my ketones, for example, for those that don't know that like so uh, when you eat high fat, low carb, what happens is you change how your body burns um, food as, as fuel. You go from being carb adapted to fat adapted and these things uh, called ketones are released in the brain and the body, which are an alternative energy source. And so like you can actually get high from ketones. It's a like, talk about being high on health, right? Right. Um, uh, but some people measure them. Some people don't. I'm not a I'm not one to measure, but uh, to each his own. It, they, it can definitely be a tool to actually measure your ketone levels. Yeah, definitely. So nerdy, nerdy, nerdy. No, I, I love it. So there's obviously there's there's a ton of information out there in terms of you know this person's point of view. You know, there's the low fat diet, the um, high fat diet. There's the high protein diet. The 
mediocre protein diet, the paleo, that there's so many, you know, so much information out there. Do you think it's, is it a good thing to have all of that information take all of that information? And then, you know, then you decide, you know, what is it that you're going to do? Or is it like, how do people take all of this and then actually come up with a plan that's going to be the best for them? Great question. Uh, thank you for asking. And first thing I would say is let's take a step back and look at the bigger picture and realize that um, health uh, requires a complex view of multiple areas of, of life beyond nutrition. And I think sometimes when we overfocus on one area, we lose sight of how all the pieces work together. And so for me, um, yes, yeah, so the, to your point, there is an abundance of information that exists and there is what can develop uh, as an overwhelm, a sense of being overwhelmed by, by too much information or, um, or not, not being certain about what's truth or what works. And, and what I would say is um, self-research, I talked about this in my book, like first off, taking inventory of every major area of health is like fundamental. I do that. Um, if not like quarterly, like every six months. And it's like full spectrum inventory of major areas of, of health from nutrition, sleep, movement, relationships, uh, relationship with nature, right? So really kind of doing that as like a fundamental area to just self-coach, like reflect on thyself. It's kind of a, a, a core tenant of um, a book that, you know, I've kind of been writing now for the last three years. Um, and, but, but beyond that around related to like, okay, so after we take inventory, like how do we manage all this information? How do we experiment? How do we see if this way of lifestyle or eating works for me? You know, and it, it just requires that self-research and the willingness to experiment, to learn and then do. And uh, learning to me requires the doing and, you know, the Leonardo da Vinci's of the world can can lead us in the right way and show us how we can self-teach and self-experiment. Um, and so that's what I would say, uh, is to really adopt those principles of, of self-coaching and self-experimentation throughout the journey of health and specifically with, with nutrition. Oh, wow. I love that. I'd, yeah, and I'd also throw in, um, um, yeah, I mean, because here's the thing. Here's the thing, Summer. Like, I've I've done, I, I didn't speak to this, but like I've done a fair amount of health coaching myself. And uh, I spent, you know, a, a few years before and during modeling where I was actually doing virtual health coaching for entrepreneurs and doing some group programs and really making a big impact. And then these last three years, while I've been writing this book, um, I, I quit health coaching to do some self coaching on myself. Like I, after Miami, I really needed to do do some healing and, and self-coaching and taking care of myself. And, and, uh, uh, that's when I went to work for a health coach training organization. So I've been working in healthcare, providing like this best in class health coach training to health professionals across the country. So e equipping like nurses and physicians with these skills as behavior change specialists to support the consumer, to support the patients. Uh, with m making sustainable behavior change uh, because change is not any one event change is a process right and so for us uh, as like 
uh, healthcare system, we have to realize that. And, and for us as consumers, which my favorite part of the work I'm doing right now is to radically empower the consumer to realize that like they're in the driver's seat of their yes. own healthcare, right? Yep. <laughs> and that's happening a lot right now and it's exciting. Um, but I'd love to hear from you, Summer, like what's your experience of, of this journey and how does this resonate with you? Well, I've, I grew up with a mom who was very, very into health and that's, you know, like spiritually, emotionally, um, nourishment in, in all forms. And so, um, I actually used to get teased growing up because I had like, you know, green spirulina juice in my lunchbox and I had the grainiest, you know, um, like sprouted grains. I mean, now, nice. now she's like, you know, gluten-free and all that, but, um, yeah. But at the time it was like all about sprouted grains and, you know, nut butters that were not just like peanut butter that you buy from the grocery store. It was like, you know, almond butters and different kinds of really good nut butters and things like that, you before know, most they were popular. before yeah. it was popular. And I mean, my <laughs> right. mom, like I was doing transcendental meditation since, I mean, that's, that's my mom says how I was actually conceived is from her becoming a teacher of transcendental meditation. So I grew up with, you know, all kinds of like different, um, um, Ayurvedic diets and foods and all, you know, just everything health, health conscious was, was my mom. And so, um, I've always been very much into it. And then I also, you know, just as a child growing up had times where I was like, Oh, but I want to have donuts and I want to have this and I want to have that. And I kind of learned early on, you know, what my body liked and what it didn't like. And I was very much, we would just have these conversations. And so I was always, you know, influenced by the different books that came out, the, you know, um, health influencers on TV and just kind of throughout growing up. And I'm, you know, I'm going to be 40 soon. So I've experienced a lot, obviously. So I laugh at the Susan Powder days with the <laughs> fat makes you fat. And, you know, you right. should be eating like lots of like pretzels and, you know, that's what you should be snacking mm. on. I was like, huh, really? You know, that doesn't seem to make that much sense. But anyway, so, um, the thing that stuck with me always has been, um, you know, how can I kind of like you, I do that six month check of what's going on in my body. So I work with a naturopath. I'm all about, you know, balancing hormones. Um, and I just check, you know, like, what are the things that are working? What am I deficient in? What do I need less of, more of? Um, how can I, you know, keep my um, body and brain just working at optimal performance? And I think just like, you know, you said, like, I'm not perfect at it because life just happens. I like to be social. I like to drink. I like to have fun. But for the most part, there's some things that I just like stick with. Like, you know, I'm, I am like a higher fat, high protein um, diet and lots of greens and, and vegetables and yeah. real food. It's mostly like, it's about real foods. And it's like, right. when it comes to dairy, it's like, I'm going to have a really quality, high quality dairy. I'm going to have some grass fed cheese. You know, I'm just, I'm all about like the source and where it comes from. And, you know, just interested in what I, it, it just, it's so clear to me that your body operates based on what you, you put in it and how you treat it and, and the sleep that you get and the exercise that you get. And there were times that I went way overboard. It was like, oh, I'm going to do this triathlon, this race. I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to do that. And then I realized quickly like, oh, my body actually doesn't really like that. Like it takes a mm. long time to recover. So I'm going to be at this level when I do it. So there's just like, 
it's to me, it's always about like listening and measuring, you know, your body without getting, without getting to the point where you're stressing yourself out and you're becoming obsessed because I know what that can do. I don't, I don't know that. I think I had the discipline to stick with certain things, but I didn't really have the discipline to become obsessive about it because then, although to some other people I might look obsessive, you know, like, oh my gosh, look at all those vitamins she's taking and look at this that she's doing. But I don't know. It's for all me, relative. It's right? all relative. Like for me, it's like, oh, but I really enjoy this. Like I, I love this, you know, superfood coffee or whatever it is that I'm having. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that when you when you feel really good, it it's not it's not a oh I have to do this or I have to do that. It just becomes enjoyable. So now if there's like a bowl of you know jelly beans and people are offering them to me, it's like it just. I mean, it doesn't look good to me. It doesn't sound appealing. And if I were to like have it, it's like, oh my gosh, it's like way too like powerful in my mouth that I'm like, ugh, you know, it's just, exactly. it's just, and I just think it's, it's just being in tune with your, with your body. But like, so there's people listening though, that might just, you know, who knows some, there's, I think we do have a lot of health conscious listeners but at the same time, there's some people that are like, you know, crazy smart in one area. And when it comes to this, they're like, I really don't want to have to change like having my donuts in the morning, or I don't want to have to change having my breakfast sandwich at McDonald's or whatever it is. How, where, like, how does somebody like that get started? Because there's obviously, if they're interested and they're listening, there's something about them that's thinking, well, I want to feel like I'm on that kind of like energy high. I want to feel like I'm just with it. And when I walk into a meeting or when I wake up in the morning, I'm refreshed and I sleep good and I'm, I'm like totally like tuned into other people. How, how do they even start? Mm. Totally. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, one of the first questions I like to, to ask people is, is, um, to your point, why is their health important to them? Right. You know, what, 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 what makes being healthy valuable to their life, you know? And, 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 and then from there, you know, establishing the reasons why it's important to consider elevating your state of health and performance. Uh, I think that's, that's where we, where we need to start is, is to the roots create the fruit, I like to say. Right. And so, uh, through the science that we have in behavior change related to motivational interviewing and how we can like interview and coach ourselves and, and to build on our own motivation, it, it's really inspiring. And, and to your point, it, yeah, it's, it's about listening, but it's about asking questions yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, it's about asking yourself questions and about asking others questions. And, and so for your point around not wanting your body, didn't really want to do those races anymore. And, and, it sounds like you started to tell yourself the truth, the truth about what your body was feeling. And, and so I would, I would encourage people to, uh, first and foremost, tell the truth to themselves about where they stand yeah. in the major areas of their health. And sometimes that, that can be emotional. That can, that can uh, take some effort. That can take some energy. Uh, and it might take a, a good stare in the mirror sometimes for people to really get close with themselves and, and not to, not to tell themselves the, the, themselves the truth out of a place of judgment or like, like, this is where you're wrong. This is, this is where you need to be fixed. This is where you need to improve instead of going from that angle, 
like like leading with love and greeting yourself with full-on acceptance and understanding and appreciation about where you're at now can make the world of a difference for the future. And and so uh, having people go through that process and, and not going through it alone either, you know? And, and so, you know, when I work with new clients, it's it's helping them to kind of build their own kind of self-care team, their, their squad of friends and family that they want to have these like heart-to-heart clearing conversations with as well. Um, because our current state of health has a lot to do uh, not just with our own decisions, but our relationships and, and what we pass down, get passed down from our, our, our parents. And I'm not talking about genetics. Right. I'm talking about uh, lifestyle and environment yeah. that impacts that, right? So that's what I would say um, for the people. I mean, since we're all on a different level of like the health spectrum, um, you know, I, I would, uh, for those that are, you know, more like, experienced with like experimenting in their own health, like further along, like, uh, you know, I'd encourage those people to keep surrounding themselves with those like-minded people, uh, and keep asking questions, right. And, and finding new areas to experiment with that are, uh, not just not for the purpose of improving, but to have fun as well. And, and, and to, to deepen, what's possible within the human experience and, and finding like, fi- like the more we find things fun, find, find the joy in them, the more likely we are to, to carry through what we're trying, Oh, absolutely. you know? Yeah. And so that's, that, those are a few tips I'd, I'd share for people. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've got a pretty good and, uh, focused approach with building a, your healthcare team with a naturopath and, I'm a big fan of naturopathic care and I've got a few naturopaths on, on my team, as I like to say. And, and so, yeah, blood work is important as well. So, you know, at the minimum, annual blood work, full scale, uh, genetic understanding can be really important too. So let's talk about your book, The Art of Health Hacking. Yeah. And, you know, like what... Tell us what it's about. What can people expect from this book? Yeah, uh, great question. Um, so people can expect um, people can expect to do some inner work um, and uh, do some kind of uh, reflection on their life and all the major areas of health. Uh, but also like hear some stories about, of my own, where I kind of tripped up, if you will, and, and learning experiences in my life. Um, so, uh, uh, for example, one of which is, is about a year ago, I had too much caffeine and I was, uh, basically I, I was in a mode of dehydration and I didn't know it until it was too late and I collapsed at brunch. Oh my gosh. Uh, with my family all present. And yeah, I went in and out of consciousness. My sister thought it was a food allergy and her kid, her, her daughter's got bad food allergies. And so before I know it, um, I get an EpiPen lodged in my right leg. Yeah. Bam. Stuck right in my right leg. And 20 minutes later, I got a second one in my left leg after the paramedics came. We told the paramedics I was fine. 
uh, and for them to go. But I, I, the truth was I needed to go in. And so we called them back, the paramedics, and I, I went down to the ER for a couple hours, got some fluids. Um, didn't get any answers about what was going on. At this point, I still thought it was a food allergy. But two days later, after I finally got my blood work back, um, I mean, I, I didn't even see a physician in the ER. I mean, no one wants to go to the ER. Right. So I, I and 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 I that's the last place I wanted to be. And uh, of course, and and so we need to do our best to completely stay out of there because the care just goes down. Yes. Um. Right. The quality. And so, anyways, I got out of there. Uh, I actually had a one-way flight already booked to San Diego, California. This is in uh-huh. February of 2016. Okay. And and I'm like, I just I just say peace out. Uh, the day before the day before my flight was scheduled to go to California, I, that's when I learned that it was not a food allergy and that it was low sodium issue. I mean, my salt, uh, you know, chloride, potassium were low too, but the salt, right? So a, a central electrolyte, so sodium. Uh, was deathly low. It was in the 120s. Um, if you know anything about the ranges, 135 to 140 is is often kind of a uh, standard example of a range of sodium levels. My sodium was down to 129, 127. And so right from there, like I, I intentionally started to get uh, the right amounts and high quality salt into my diet. Um, and electrolytes. So I got some uh, uh, hydrating foods. I got some more. So here's here's what was going on. Like um, I was keto. So some downsides of ketogenic can can be that it dehydrates you. Yeah. Um, um, you just need to be really intentional about about hydrating. Um, and and it, I had too much uh, bulletproof coffee. Too much caffeine. I probably had some adrenal fatigue going on as well. Um, I think you interviewed Dave on your podcast, yes, right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So you you know Dave, yeah. So I was an ambassador with Bulletproof, and like uh, you know uh, uh, Ross and a few of the other people that are involved with Bulletproof, great company. And I was an ambassador with them, and what that means is I'd put on demos ac- across the community uh, um, for people to to try the coffee and. And I put on a demo that morning at Lululemon. And so that morning itself, I had too much BPC, as I like to say, the acronym of Bulletproof Coffee. Yeah. Um, and so caffeine dehydrates you. And so that was, an, I had more caffeine at brunch too. And so that played a role into my overall um, uh, experience as well. And so anyways, um, <laughs> that coffee is, I will say caffeine is a drug. It is not an essential vitamin or nutrient. Now, um, there are lots of claims out there and, and speak to the, the benefits, the health benefits of, of coffee and, and they can be healthy, um, but they can also be a detriment to people. I mean, it's a cut, it requires a customized, personalized approach, you know? Yeah. So anyways, um, that's kind of my, uh, one of my experiences. And so that's in the book and that can kind of, um, I'll, I'll have some examples of alternatives to, to a coffee if people want to cycle off. I'm, I'm actually, as I speak right now, I'm, I'm about three weeks into a 30 day, no caffeine challenge myself. Oh, wow. Uh, besides coffee, uh, chocolate, I've had a little bit of chocolate, which it's, you know, it's hard to get, hard to say no to a it good is, Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, other than that though. Yeah. I've been drinking tonics. 
So uh, hot water uh, mixed with maybe like an unsweetened nut milk um, or, you know, uh, hemp milk and blended up with superfoods, herbs, adaptogens, like all sorts of good stuff, you know, um, and like just been my, my girlfriend's been just showing me like all these amazing recipes that she makes with these. And it's just blowing my mind because it mimics coffee because it's hot and it's warm and it's creamy. It's still high fat. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's all things that are like, like essentially upgrading like my organs and, and supporting me uh, and my adrenals and my energy and still giving me brain focus and all that, but with no crashes and like all good stuff. <laughs> I love yeah. it. So, okay. Now you're, you're kind of giving us some, some good little tips here, like especially with the, with the caffeine and hydration, what you have an event coming up. This is true. Is this kind of the stuff that people would, would who attend to get to learn and walk away with? Yes. Ooh, yes, awesome. yes, totally. In fact, oh my God, it's okay. I don't even know if you've seen the sample schedule yet because I just told you about the event before. We yeah, went. I just found Porter out Porter. about it and I was like, what? And Yeah, if you're in town, would love to have you out. Yeah, right. that would that would be awesome. I mean, it's right here in San Diego. Yep, it's in Carlsbad. Yeah, so for those listeners that are in California and they're potentially free this weekend, it's April 28th through the 30th. So the last weekend in April, if you're listening to this before then, um, you're invited. It's called Elevate Your State Live. So um, you mentioned the book. Yeah, The Art of Health Hacking. I've been writing for the last like three years and I just launched it in this crowdfunding campaign like last month and we hit 250 pre-orders and now I'm in negotiations with publishers because I'm going like formal publishing route. Awesome. I should say in- independent. Yeah. And, uh, we'll see what transpires. But the subtitle of the book um, is How to Elevate Your State of Health and Performance. Uh, among among a few other things, uh, but elevate your state is kind of what I felt called to kind of build and, and lead through this event um, and help people see their health, you know, and evolve beyond their current level and view and paradigm of, of health and, and see it as a state uh, of well-being. Um, uh, and so we're going to be having this three-day, it's a, I call it a, an experiential health hacking event where the fundamentals and the cutting edge collide, right? Oh, so nice. it's, yeah, it's going to be an indoor, outdoor kind of two and a half day event, uh, Friday, April 28th. It's, it's, uh, and yeah, we're going to Friday night kick off with a little healthy happy hour. Um, one of my close friends, a fellow keto biohacker, um, Todd White, the founder of Dry Farm Wines. Dry Farm Wines, yes. Love they're it. sponsoring, so they're oh, going to be awesome. catering Friday night. Um, you know, we're going to have a, uh, some other snacks there Friday night. Uh, we're going to do a surprise improv game. We're going to have a lot of fun Friday night. And then Saturday morning, Saturday is like the meat of, a, of the event, right? So it's 7.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. And like we start with a sunlight meditation session we have like a breath work and maybe some sound healing. And then to your point, um, my girlfriend, Amanda is going to be leading a tonic tasting. Um, and you mentioned donuts earlier. People, people like donuts or people, uh, people want to try like some of the the best treats ever and learn how they can make these on their own. Like they're going to want to come 
this this uh, tonic tasting is going to involve paleo donuts that we can. Oh, I've <laughs> had those our, before. They're so good. Have, yeah, from, <laughs> yeah, they're they're just. I mean, if you get the right ones, like, yeah, exactly. Oh, so oh, good. It's guilt free ingredients that actually like like bring health and and energy to your brain and body. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to go over like what are in these tonics? How can we create a tonic based on the state we want to create in our body, in our mind, right? And and really build like intentional recipes into our routines. So yeah, some of that's going to be going on at the event and people can check that out, uh, you know, on the website or the Facebook event, but there's more on the agenda with like, outdoor workouts and a hike we're going to do with farm to table dinner with wine at the top of the hike, like during sunset. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, um, this, the website to go to for this is elevate your, your state.co elevate your state.co. And we'll have that in the show notes as well. Yeah. So awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be super fun. Indoor, outdoor, you know, people are going to, this is going to be highly experiential with like action. Oh, it sounds like it. I mean, with like, yeah, all of the activities and the foods and the tonics. Oh my gosh. That's going to be awesome. Definitely try to get there. Um, so cool. Um, okay. This was, this was really, really cool. And I'm so, I'm so glad that, that we did this interview and that people got to hear your, your experience and, and what led you here and, and the things that you're doing now. I feel like there's so much more to learn from you. And I mm. know people can get a lot of that from, from the book as well. So we'll have links to all of that um, in our show notes and, and in the blog post. Definitely, if you, if you guys can make it, go to elevateyourstate.co and check out. You got to see who's who's attending this event as well, who some of the speakers are. It's pretty rad. Yeah. So it's excited really for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's the first time I've ever led an event like this. Yeah. Um but uh I've been living like this parts of this event for the last, you know, 3 or 4 years and I'm really excited to give people a taste of of I don't know, just my lifestyle and some of the things that I've learned and like you said, I mean, I'm co-creating this. There's a lot of, a lot of other like really like smart professionals that are going to be leading workshops, like speaking, like my naturopath will be there. And oh, awesome. so, yeah. So and, cool. and, the, and the facility, have you heard of the station collab? You know what? I have heard of it. Yeah. It's this new kind of, I call it a next gen biohacking facility. And it's just recent that I heard um, of it yeah. actually. Like I want to say it was about a month ago. Yeah. It's was- new. They just started in Carlsbad. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, they do acupuncture, a lot of great classes, movement stuff. Um, so we're going to be hosting it there, the inside portion of it. Oh, and, that's awesome. Um, that's so perfect. Yeah. It's a great alignment, but um, yeah, no, I, I appreciate this interview. It's been, it's been, uh, short but really sweet and yeah I'd, I'd love to connect with more people if they're interested if any of this resonated with them um the elevateyourstate.co is is one channel to go uh, as is tj anderson on facebook and um there's a facebook event for the elevate your state event and then my website is uh this is tj.com this is tj.com awesome yeah. Well, TJ, thank you so much. This is this is really really awesome, and uh, I'm I'm excited for the event. 
Sweet, Summer. You bet. Well, it was great chatting with you and excited to hear about you know, all your, well, let me ask you this real quick, Summer. What are you most excited about in your health? This is one of my favorite questions to ask people. Like, what, what are you, what are you most excited about, like going on in your life? And then what do you want to celebrate in your health? Um, so I would celebrate. So this, I would say this is the first year for the last, um, yeah, for the last, I guess I just did my last check about two months ago. So I've been on, I've, I was telling you about getting blood work done and, um, getting just everything. I mean, in terms of like, what nutrients are you absorbing? Like everything. And, uh, this was the first time that everything was like, I mean, my, my doctor was just basically like, this is some of the best numbers I've seen in like with all of our patients. And I was like, what? And she's like, everything looks so amazing. So I was really excited about that because I've always been on top of it. But, you know, there's always things that you have to tweak based on, oh, well, you know what? You're kind of having some cortisol issues or you're having, you know, you're a little bit low on thyroid or you're this, you're that, whatever it is. And everything was just like, it was, it was kind of a little happy body yeah. party for myself. Yeah. Oh, I'm celebrating my two fists yeah. are right here. So that's, that's what exciting, I'm excited about. Summer. Yeah, it was awesome. So right. now it's just about like maintaining that and keeping it up. Right, right. And I think what's really cool to, to it sounds like, you know, you, you've probably become what I like to call like a health hacker. Yes. Um, right. So like you, would, you weren't trained to understand what these tests mean, but I, I would guess, Summer, that through your experience and conversations and working with your naturopath that you've learned a thing or two about blood work. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Definitely. And, and for, for some people that can be overwhelming as oh, well because yeah. you know, we can fear what we don't know, but just anyways, kudos to you summer on, on that journey and, and, um, for taking, just making the progress and committing to your health on that level. I think that's really cool. You're, you're ahead of the curve. And it's, it's awesome to find those good, you know, partners in your, your life, like you said, you know, your naturopath, it's a different, it's a whole different kind of world because they're actually connected with you. They're on your team and they, they're, they don't like just like, even my doctors will say, you know, come in and get your, I'll do vitamin injections and things like that. But it's like, we know when my body does it, it's, they're not trying to sell you on a, you know, come in every three days or do this like every week or it's, totally. it's, it's all about like what your body needs. And it's just awesome to have, you know, that team that supports you. Amen. Amen. Yep. Good stuff. All right. Well, TJ, it's been so awesome talking to you. I'm so excited for our listeners to get access to you, to read your book, hopefully come to your event. And, um, I can't wait to meet you in person. Yeah, let's get that on the cow. All right. Sure. We're so close. (laughs) Yes, we are. All right. Thanks, Summer. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's Get Genius. You can learn more about The Draw Shop at www.thedrawshop.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Your home for kick-butt custom whiteboard marketing videos. Your ideas come to life. Thanks for listening. Please share, comment, and make any suggestions for future genius guests.